0: Wait, so chocolate. are you telling me that whole wheat bread isn't actually healthier?
1: Yeah, but yeah, I think if you're going to eat something like that, you Just fuck rather... it. Yeah, just eat yeah, the right. whey Honestly.
0: <laughs> Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So where are you from?
1: I grew up in like D.C. pretty much. I went to boarding school for high school. Oh. Which was in California. And then after that, my family moved to Japan. And then we came back to D.C.
0: Where in California?
1: Santa Barbara.
0: Okay, because I'm from California. I'm from California. like the Bay Area yeah and then you moved to Japan right that's Mm. crazy my brother and I are obsessed with Japan he is more so than I have the culture is so different but like everything's very organized and orderly I feel like and the food is incredible yeah so wait so how come you guys moved
1: I was for my dad's job oh got you okay the food food is so nice I worked in restaurants when I was there oh you did yeah that's um one, like, really small one, which is run by an ex-fat from California. It was, like, this really great chef. Her name was Katie. She's super nice. Um, and so that was, like, this really, like, vibrant, kind of chic, small cafe. So you get, like, young, fashionable couples from Japan and then, like, a lot of foreigners because it was, like, like, the chef spoke English and uh. they just, like, chat So um wash dishes. And then I worked in like, another more, like, Japanese place where I also wash dishes. But that was, like, a lot more of kind of, like, a cafe or, like, a piece ten thing, which is, like, a cafeteria. Do you know WeWork? work? Yeah. Yeah. Like the apparently the family, like who owned or like was the WeWork family, would like come in and they'd always like pull up in this like huge black SUV and like no one has cars in Japan unless uh-huh. it's, it's like a huge status thing because everything's yeah. be so fucking like small, there's no space. <laughs> and they would like pull up in this huge thing and they'd like all file out and be like four like pretty attractive people and they'd like really? sit at the front and I'd like serve them, but they never like acknowledged me.
0: So you serve in them? Life.
1: Yeah, I'd, like, give them, like, milk and shit, and then Um.
0: people would be, like, $40 billion.
1: (laughs) That's why they didn't notice me when I came Oh, no.
0: That's so funny. That's such a cool experience, though. Mm, Were you always into, like, food or, like, wanting to work at restaurants when you were younger, or how did this start?
1: It started in boarding school, I think, because, like, Mm. my mom had always, like, cooked a lot, and that was definitely her, like, method being really, like affectionate is like food and like, always desserts. boring school is just like a lot of time like thinking about like my friends and like the kids in my dorms who I like cared a lot about with and like dudes expressing affection is always weird and I was like it's super easy to do that with like food. Like some of my friends would like make boba and like give it to people and really? it's like yeah, it's oh like such God. a high when you like make something and then you can like give it to, give someone, it to someone else. Yeah. It's yeah. such a nice feeling especially like, when you get to eat it, too, because the food tastes really good.
0: I totally agree. I love, like, cooking and baking and stuff. I remember in high school, I used to, like, bake stuff, and I baked too much, and then I just bring it to school and, like, it yeah. to people. And I always love like, seeing them, like, eat it, you know? It just was, like, so much joy. But then, like, what about bread in particular? Like, why bread? You know, how did that become a thing?
1: I just started, like, I was really liked it, um, and I wanted to learn how to make it. And then we made it a few times when I was, like, really, really little. Um, like, my mom, and I remember, like mixing the dough and then like punching it down there's a lot of like weird lingo and like odd things that like don't make sense about making bread if you like don't do it and especially if you're like seven yeah i'm like okay like we punch the bread and then we put it like next to the heater so it gets really warm and fluffy and we like punch it again it's a super great like tactile like evolutionary thing Hmm. At the end of high school, like, senior so was like, yeah, I want to, like, figure out how to do something. I always want to like, to make bread. And there's, um, like, a faculty member who lived in the dorm. And he, like, knew how to make bread. And I was like, can I learn? And I just, like, watched him do it, basically. And it was a super, like, arcane process, like, plucking in and out over the course of, like, two days. He's like, we're going to feed the starter now. Now we're going to, like, fold it. And it was really weird. But, like, <laughs> taste it tasted so good at the end. Like, he gave me two loaves to, like, give to my friends. But I just, like, ate them. Ate it all? Yeah. <laughs> like, it
0: never- I would yeah. do that, too. Yeah, yeah it was so fun. Oh, my God.
1: Like, that summer, I had, like, a couple weeks at home, like, in D.C. with uh, my family mm-hmm. before we moved to Japan, so it's like, two weeks, like, I don't know anything else to do. So I had this, like, cookbook, which um, the teacher at school had had, it uh, was called flour, water, salt, yeast, and I just, like, baked through all of it, like, start to finish.
0: Oh, my God, the whole thing?
1: Yeah, well, I had two weeks. I went through, like, so much flour. I, say,
0: yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. I could
1: drive, so I just have to, like, walk to the grocery store and, like, bring back these, like, heavy fucking...
0: Damn. There's That's a commitment. Food. So you kind of just, like, had this passion and then you just, like, kept going for it? Yeah, like- yeah.
1: and then, like, there's this really, really good, like, Instagram brand community because it's so, like, visually appealing. So i like watch of those and oh. then like, learn a lot through that. But I think the, like, biggest thing was just doing it. And I feel like right now is, like, this weird blend of, like, this rustic, like, artisanal tradition blended with this, like, super, like, technical, like, focus and control. Like, there's this Eater article which was like, critiquing, like, Silicon Valley tech bros like adopting bread and turning it to this like super numerical thing. What? Yeah, it was like really weird. It's like two like distinct countercultures like trying to like have a feud.
0: That's so weird. Yeah, it
1: was really odd. There's like just so much stuff that's always like changing with it, like from the humidity, the temperature, how like stale your flour is, like what sort of flour. Like it's never gonna be the same, even though it feels mm-hmm. super simple. Like anything with baking, right? There's like so much to control. So I think just like figuring out what everything like feels like, like smooth or sticky or like soft or hard and like a fluffy, you know, you just kinda like get a feeling from after a while. Well, I think like your hands kinda get used to it. It's like a sort you of a have bread such.
0: hands. Yeah. Bread
1: okay, hands. Apparently if your body's like various microbiomes and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um if sourdough bakers touch bread when well, they touch other people, their hand like the microbiome on their hands like is basically that of like a sourdough starter.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. Really that's so funny is that your goal to yeah. be <laughs> to get to that point
1: i think i have to like reassess a lot of things
0: <laughs> yeah. like what am i doing with my life yeah. so when when you went to japan were you baking stuff there as well or like did you learn a lot or was it mainly mm-hmm. just being exposed to like the food or like cafe culture there
1: i like baked a little bit in the restaurant i was at mm-hmm. i baked um, the english muffins for brunch Ooh. and then like sometimes i just like bring in post to like give the chefs but um, Katie was very exacting she had very high standards and I never like like obviously like not a lot of trained like chef or baker so baking uh-huh. for like service is very very different from like my own and baked goods in Japan and like the bread culture is like very very different yeah. but for the most part like there's like one old school like rustic Nordic bakery that opened northeast to Tokyo kind of far out that's like really similar to like all this stuff that's super popular on Instagram like super crusty like hearty yeah um, like photogenic breads and like croissants or whatever um, but aside from that it's all like very very fluffy and like yeah right. like it's like like milk bread and, like, and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. and so it's like good. it's so good like the vibe is completely different because it's almost like you're not even supposed to taste it like it should have like no flavor oh it's,
0: super, it's like a like, vehicle for whatever's like inside yeah exactly. gotcha did That's you so like so that fun. or like no like yes. you would
1: yeah so Like custard bread which is like this fluffy like little bun it almost looks like a cat's oh box God. it has these little indents and it has this oh
0: my favorite is the on the one mm-hmm. with the red bean in it yeah i remember when we went there we would go to this bakery every morning for breakfast and oh, i just man. always get that consistently oh, so every good. day
1: it's so good you know there's like a kid's superhero called on really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like it's like
0: Wait, that's amazing. (laughs) That would be my superhero if I lived in Japan. So how long did you stay there then?
1: I did a gap year there. I was there for like one straight year, and then I came to Brown and I went back for winter and then for summer. So like two years like from start to finish.
0: So if you theoretically would stay here, Mm -hmm. where do you see your whole bread thing going? Like do you want to like open a bakery or just keep doing it
1: kind of as a hobby? Hopefully somewhere in the middle. Like um, Mm I definitely don't have the bread. Um, passion <laughs> to open a vacuum because the hours are so tough. Like, obviously, everyone wants like fresh bread in the morning, so to they wake up like three like, or something, yeah. like, So it's, it's totally brutal. And like, there's definitely a lot to be said for like spending all your day like being immersed in the craft and just like it'd be really fun. Like, it's super satisfying and it smells great, so I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, benefits. But the hours are tough and it seems kind of odd awesome to like go to Brown and then open a vacuum. <laughs> but, um, like, again, like studying biology, I want to like find some way to like marry the Summer, there's a lab in um, Washington it's called the Bread Lab, and they like oh, wow. grow and breed like thousands of varieties of wheat specifically what? for like application in like baking, brewing, milling. So, wow. I'm supposed to go there and they have like a test kitchen.
0: Wait, that would have been so cool! I know it
1: would have been perfect, but then coronavirus is like, oh, no, fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to do anything like remote with it because. So much of the experience is like...
0: Like literally feeling them. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And I'd rather not like have started, but hopefully I can like, I want to do something in food science or like agriculture related, Mm. where I can like still do stuff with my like hands and have that like tactile sensation, um, but also like hopefully contribute to something important sustainability but if i can do something where it involves like making food or like, making bread i'd be really really happy that's so cool
0: yeah. i feel like that's like the dream but you kind of are able to like marry the two academics and making bread how did you find the bread lab that you just like looked up stuff
1: i had like read something about it they had like a um, new york times article about it. i think it was like bread is broken and here's how oh, we're gonna fix it and classic like new york times very. Like, much <gasps> yeah <much. laughs> honestly like the fluffy stuff is so good this really old kind of date, like family friend i love Dave. my favorite person he's <laughs> really into red. but he was like oh you should check this out it was december and i was like i don't know during the summer you know when you like panic send uh-huh. like a bunch of emails and like resumes and cover letters you're like please give me a job yep i think my career and experiences have been like tailored to like apply to the red lab they were like oh yeah sure that sounds great and so i like talked to the professor there and he, they basically just responded to my cold call
0: what do you think about this coming summer doing something similar
1: Yeah, I would love to. Like, I talked to my PI because I want to do a thesis for biology, so I can graduate. (laughs) And a lot of like expectation for that process is that you'll spend the summer here doing research. But Mm. apparently, because it's related, I work in a molecular bio lab that studies like plant biology and like enzymes and shit. (laughs) I'm sure she would not appreciate that description. (laughs) I can like use the time in the bread lab to kind of frame framework I do in my thesis.
0: Whoa. Wait, damn, so you could use the bread lab stuff for your thesis? Yeah,
1: but more just, like, I learned this specific oil is, like, important in terms of, like, nutrition or, like, agricultural yield, and then I'll, like, study it.
0: Oh, my God. I feel like you're definitely optimally using everything to your advantage, you know, in the terms of academics, but then somehow, like, converting that to make Mm. it
1: related to bread. I hope so. Which
0: is amazing, yeah. Yeah. So did you always know like you were interested in bio?
1: I thought definitely, for a while, I was like, I want to be, like, a surgeon. I want to be really? like, a doctor. Yeah, it's very like strongly premed in my like sophomoreish years of high school, and that's how I applied to Brown. I'm also an editor for the Daily Herald. A lot of time I've spent is just like organizing interviews and going out and like speaking to people and meeting people, mm-hmm. and like, scheduling even like two or three interviews in the day it causes me a fair amount of stress. <laughs> Go meet this new person. Like <sighs> as a doctor, I was like it's gonna be so much person to person interaction like every oh, day. And, like, yeah, it doesn't sound very calming. And also like maybe a hot take, but I think speaking from my perspective, I thought of myself as a smart kid and like also a good kid so I was Mm -hmm. like what is a kid who's smart and like science wants the moral high ground like subconsciously gonna do medicine Medicine. yeah right so I think it's just not being very honest with myself in terms of like what I wanted to do and rather I felt like I should do do.
0: yeah Mm -hmm. interesting but it seems like you stuck with it so you kind of like it right Mm -hmm. yeah like
1: I like all the like coursework in the classes like I really like the material in like Orgo and Biochem, and like now I like Biochem, in the like, classes that I'm in like, outside of the pre-med track. I've heard so much about it. Yeah, this is it the the so worst good. part is that it's like everyone hears so much about it, and like even when you're in the classes, everyone shuts up about it. It's like maybe it wouldn't be so bad if you didn't spend like an hour every day talking about how bad it is. <laughs>
0: I feel like that's just because you're smart and you can, like, do it.
1: <laughs> it's, like, a lot of work, but there's so much unnecessary, like, stress culture. Mm. And I think the professors contribute to it. Yeah. Like, it definitely doesn't help if you go to, like, your 9 a.m. lecture and the professor's like, okay, you have to learn this now. And draws draw is, like, frantically. We don't always joke about it. Maybe he does, like, stimulants before class and that's how he has so much energy. <laughs> but, um,
0: Oh, my God. That makes sense because, like, with bread, it's a very calming, <laughs> kind of, like, chill vibe. So that would make sense that you like that, too.
1: It's a lot of waiting.
0: Yeah, it is because like you have to like proof it and then wait for it to rise, right? Mm-hmm. That means that you have like a lot of patience.
1: I think you can look at it as patience, but also it's very different for a lazy person because <laughs> if I'm like doing this, a lot of recipes are like, okay, like do this, like, proof, need, shape bake mm-hmm. like an hour 30 minutes ago yeah. it's not necessary like as I said again it's like a really simple thing and like especially with sourdough there's so much flexibility needing for example developing gluten instruction the bread like you can do that by working it but also mixing flour with water like naturally like it's going to hydrate and like the gluten's going to form like whether you like it or not so you don't have to need it to, like, so you just like leave it like Yeah, you can like leave it there and like stretch and fold it and then come back to it oh. after like twenty minutes and like like, oh I don't wanna do this right now, I'll just like put it in the fridge so I can just bake it whenever. It's not like the whole process takes like six hours. Gotcha. Like it exists for that long, but like the active time you have is like twenty minutes. Yeah so exciting it's amazing yeah.
0: you were just talking about like you said a lot of jargon with like bread yeah. <laughs> terminology and stuff like that how did you like did you just like look it up because you're curious as you were making different things you're like oh i want to mm-hmm. learn the science behind it
1: here and there i think you like pick it up and like reading a bunch of different cookbooks i think the authors will talk about it in like varying degrees of scientific jargon and then i looked up a couple of papers and stuff just being like what it, what does it look like has anyone like actually researched this
0: like papers on bread
1: yeah like um <laughs> freshman year i took a class called botanical roots of modern medicine we had like this research paper at the end and like the class was kind of like an ethnobotanical approach to the whole thing so basically like okay i can like talk about what i want for my final presentation and so i talked about bread and specifically how like the modern american process of making bread can be like harmful from a variety of perspectives and there's like so much research that's been done in bread specifically in eastern europe
0: wait how is it harmful for like modern society
1: i think the way bread is made like thinking of like wonder bread is kind of the model example okay. for this like yeah. very white very processed also really good taking that as kind of like the emblem of how like most bread is produced it's like built from one product like the wheat right mm. which is probably like monocropped and grown in very large agro-industrial style it's the best like most efficient way to like produce calories so it's like has a lot of stuff to be said in terms of efficiency but it's not good for losing biodiversity it's very pale and like soft People Pales off fluffy like, things, but also it like, gets much cheaper. If you're gonna like cook bread to like not cook it for like 20 minutes like if you can save uh, that time like you're saving energy and your kind I of costs uh-huh. so people tend to think of that as like kind of the new normal as opposed to like the crusty darker like artisanal thing like my father's always like oh is that burn i'm like no like, <laughs> it's not yeah <laughs> it's just like caramelized <laughs> yeah. like, okay crispy yeah. yeah and like the whole whole wheat thing too a lot of the way whole wheat is like incorporated into that wonder bread. you have like the white bleach processed flour and they'll just like toss in whole wheat and stuff it's not really useful to like your body I think because they're not digested or like fermented mm-hmm. at all so they're not really like available to your body you know how your body can't digest like salad and like salad yeah. tea, and like that's why you don't really like feel full after eating like a salad I think it's kind of the same principle as that a lot of it's just still like locked up like it's been chopped into very small bits that doesn't mean it's good for you because right. you don't get all the like nutrients whereas like mm. with the sourdough having things like ferment and using a sourdough like Kind of like pre-digests all the nutrients in the whole wheat and makes them more available for your body you get to like actually experience the nutritional benefits of whole wheat and i think it can taste a bit better but rather than just eating this kind of brown dense thing wait so chocolate. are you
0: me that whole wheat bread isn't actually healthier
1: yeah but yeah i think if you're gonna eat something like that you just rather, fuck it yeah just yeah, eat the I, honestly like it's the super processed product like why would you be picky it's gonna make you happy
0: that's true yeah. i like that mm-hmm. i will live by that now every time i go to the grocery store and oh, pick no. up bread <laughs>